I'm Terry Taylor, and this is the Interior Design Business Academy podcast. As an interior designer, you may be thinking, I love what I do, but I am so overworked and underpaid. Let me tell you, I've been there too. I spent many years learning from my own mistakes and developing proven strategies and systems to make interior design a profitable career while keeping it fun and creative. So now I'm here to help you get paid what you're worth. If you're ready for some straight talk about how design business really works and you're ready to break through old belief systems that are holding you back and shift into beliefs that support your goals and bring lasting success, you are in the right place. Hi, I'll bet, I will just bet that you didn't start your own design business so that you could work 60 hours a week. I don't think that's true. Or not get to take any vacations. Or miss your kid's soccer game on Saturday morning. Right? That's not why we do this. But we often get caught in it very easily because, well, we're people pleasers and we want the business. And sometimes we feel like if we said no, that the consequences would be so big. And I want to tell you that's not really true. But, but that's really not so much what I want to talk about today. I want to talk about the idea that all your time, it doesn't have the same value. Okay. There are things that you do that create a lot of income and things that you do that don't create much of anything. And it's really good to become aware of what it is that you're doing that actually creates the income and what doesn't. You know, there is the 80-20 rule. You've heard me talk about that before. What that says is that 80% of the business done in your town is done by 20% of the designers. That's true. It also holds true in your own business that 80% of your income comes from 20% of your effort. So it becomes very important to start paying attention how you use your time and when you're getting paid the big bucks and when you're not, okay? Because a lot of the stuff we do is just not paid for at all. And we we do it out of habit or we do it out of not realizing it doesn't pay or realizing that we don't need to do it or shouldn't be doing it or all of those things. So that's what I want to talk to you about today is is paying a little more attention to that so that you've got a little more of control of the value of your time and and how you use it because time is your most important asset, right? Can't get it back. So let's get really clear about how we use it. Now, the way you do it is you have to start by writing down what you do. Get a piece of paper or put it in your computer. I don't care how you do it, but write down at the end of the day, you want to have a good list of all the things you did that day and how long it took. It's like if you worked from eight in the morning till 530 at night, you should be able to say what you got done. Okay. And it may not all be design stuff. It could be running to the dry cleaners and it could be drive time to getting to a job and it could be getting up and running out for a contractor to try to rescue them or, or, or maybe in your studio doing card, um, focused creative stuff, which is really what you'd rather be doing anyway, right? All right. So it, all of those things, we need to get a good list going of what it is that you do every day because all time is not equal. N- not at all. 
Not at all. In fact, there's some time that's worth $30 an hour, some that's worth $50 an hour. There's the $150 an hour time for when you're designing or 200, whatever it is you're using there. And then there's some things you do where you're really up in the $500 and $1,000 a year, um, an hour spot. There are even some things you do that are in the $500 and $1,000 an hour place. And we need to identify those and realize what those important things are that are doing and, and what's not so important when we're wasting time. In fact, you know, sometimes there's negative time. <laughs> and I'm going to call the negative time um, when you're picking up a pair of draperies and taking them to a client's house and hanging them yourself. It's like, what are you doing? Somehow, somewhere in there, you decided that, oh, it'll just take me a few minutes. It'll be easy, right? And then I won't have to charge them that, right? You're trying to do them a favor, but you're paying for it with your own time. And that little thing you thought you could just do it and, you know, it won't take long, three hours later, four hours later, right? And and then if you're really unlucky, there's something that isn't right and you have to take them back down and go back to the workroom again and do the whole things over again. I, I see this happen over and over again. And it's, it's some kind of idea of like, oh, it won't take long and I'll just do her a favor and I won't have to charge her. Well, first of all, you know, you cost more than the drapery installer. Okay. So you can't, you can't give yourself away like that because you give, you reduce your value, first of all. And secondly, it's the installer's job. Okay. It's, it's almost, I don't know, it's kind of a funny way to say it, but beneath your dignity to be doing that. Don't do it. It's like pushing furniture around. Don't do that. Or, or hang in your own art. Don't do that. Call the, call the installers and book it that way. Okay. You want to maintain your place and, and your hours. And if you were doing that, say if you'd book the art guys to hang the, the art in this house, you would be there too and get your hourly rate while you're telling them where to put it. And then they charge for putting it up. It's not a two for one deal. Okay. All right. So that's kind of a sidetrack there, but, but I want you to know that. Okay. Now there's a chunk of time that's really important in your, in your week and in your month and your year. And that is the time that you're paid for design. It's the, it's the time that you have um, collected fees for, design fee for, and you know how much time you have within that fee to actually spend on that job. Okay. So that becomes really important. I want you to know that, that the goal of paid design time to your whole work week is it's half. 20 hours. If you want to work a 40-hour week, you need to get in 20 hours of design time, paid design time, okay? Not weird little things, okay, that we do, but the actual stuff that people are paying for you. Now, if you took 20 hours a week that you're working times 50 weeks a year, it would come up to a thousand hours. All right. And a thousand hours in a year times $150 an hour is $150,000. Okay. To you directly, you don't have to pay for any product. You're not paying anybody to help you. You're not, it's just straight out consulting time straight to you. So that makes 20 hours a week a really nice goal. Okay. And it's entirely doable. I will also tell you that as you get better at this and you start building staff that can back you up, you could get this up to 30 hours a week and make it even more profitable. 
right? So your time is your money, you know, and your time is your most valuable asset. So you want to keep that in mind. That 20-hour block needs to be that design time. Now, there's lots of other things that we do during the week, right? So let's put some values to that because once you get this list going of what you do for an entire week, I want you to go back through it and label it as to how much that time was worth, Okay, because that's how you're going to get the perception of what how this really works. So there's a lot of stuff you do that's a $30 an hour job. Okay, there just is. Now, what would that be? Well, it could be issuing and tracking purchase orders, for instance, something a VA could do very easily. Answering emails falls into that category. Setting up freight for deliveries, fixing freight problems and damage problems and talking to those people. Okay, setting up installations with clients and the workrooms or the delivery guides or whatever has to go, those kind of things. Meeting deliveries, that's not a highly paid job, right? right? So that stuff is running at about $30 an hour. That's really what you would like to get rid of because it it encroaches on your $150 an hour time that you're trying to hold, okay? Now, there's there's some things that are more like $50, $50, $60 an hour things like bookkeeping, okay? Don't do your own books, okay? You're not good at it. It's not something that we as creatives are particularly good at. We're slow. We're clunky. It takes a long time. It sucks up a ton of your time. And quite frankly, you know, for 50 bucks an hour, you can get a good bookkeeper to do it for you. And what do you need to do? Work one hour to pay for it? Okay, I know, I know people get scared of going, oh, how am I going to pay for that? This sort of thing. But I mean, you make a high, pretty high hourly rate. If you start focusing on that and clearing up your space so that you can do it, it works really easily, very, very easily. CAD drafting is another spot that you could take care of for $50 an hour. Now, a lot of designers go, oh, I don't want to give that away. I love that. Okay. Well, okay. <laughs> but. It doesn't pay you $150 an hour to sit there at the computer and do construction drawings, right? So even if you are most creative when you're working within that program or chief architect or whatever, you know, whatever it is you want to use, it may behoove you to have somebody else um, set up the title block and build the footprint first. And then all you do is the, the space planning piece inside, okay? Um, on construction docks, you could do a whole lot of it, you know, a whole big piece to get the whole job going and have somebody else finish them out, finish all the construction details and put all those pieces in. That's something somebody else could do and you could be on to another job. So, you know, in the end, you know, the creative time you spend in CAD, for instance, figuring out where you're going and, and creating concepts. And I know that's, you know, it's where your, your mind is working and your creativity is working, but you don't have to do all of it. So if you start looking at how much time you spend there at the, at, you know, in the, in the, the drafting part and realize that it's taking up too much of your week where you could be doing $150 an hour time instead of $50 an hour time and start making sense. So you have to look at time values here is where I'm trying to get you to at and understand what you could do and how you could clean that up and make yourself profitable and never work nights and weekends ever again, ever, ever, ever. Okay. That's kind of, kind of the brand promise around here. There's none of that. None of that. It doesn't, you don't need it, right? Your, your business will not suffer if you don't work nights and weekends. 
okay? Your business will not suffer if you don't take clients on Saturday. Your business won't suffer if you don't take clients on Friday, you know? I, if I were you, I'd plan on a four-day week and book it out that way. And then if you have something that runs over, well, you can pick it up on Friday morning. But give yourself some space. Give yourself a little more room to do this. Okay. So going up the ladder, we talked about the $30 an hour time as being, being just admin stuff, right? Tracking purchase orders, freight problems, keeping installations, keeping all that stuff straight. That's a $30 an hour job. That's really easy to hire out and doesn't need to need to be a design background to do it. And then we have the $50 an hour time. Well, that's a bookkeeper. Okay. That's an important, you need to get that off your plate. Okay. And let somebody else do it. They do it well. They're way faster than you are. So, you know, let it happen. Do that. You know, working up the ladder then, then there's the $150 an hour design time or whatever it is you're charging. Okay. That becomes the focus of a week is get that piece done. Now, at the time that's beyond that 20 hours, you want to focus on things that would, would pay way more than that, which would be way, way higher, you know, like, like $500 an hour. Well, Terry, what, what pays $500 an hour? Well, talking to new clients. Yeah. Picking up concepts with them, getting started with them, getting the check, selling the job, selling your company and what you can do. That's very highly paid time, especially when you start being fee-based and, and work on budgets and that sort of thing. You know, the numbers just exponentially start stacking up and get bigger and bigger and bigger if you focus on that. So that new client getting time is really, really valuable. I mean, it, it, you know, it, it fuels your business, right? It's a, that's a really important piece to be doing. So those are really highly paid. I mean, you could think of it too as, as doing paid first appointments. You know, that's like an hour and a half and a $500 um, ticket to go with it. It does pay that much, right? It's not, I don't think of it as highly paid time because it's a one-off until you turn it into a job. So, you know, it, it, it's, it, pays for your time while you're doing it. But if you're going to turn it into a job and the, and the client's going to buy from you, then it becomes exponentially more valuable. Okay. So the more time you can spend in that spot, developing those things, developing those clients, the far better off your business is going to be, right? Because it's going to be well-funded and well, you know, well-received. Doing things like a budget on the fly on a first appointment where you get a, where you get a, a budget and then you can call out a fee and develop it into a job. That's highly paid time. Very highly paid. Okay. And while you may think of it as, oh, it's just, you know, the $500 first for an hour and a half. It really, if you're selling that whole job, you just, you just set your business up for the next quarter. So, you know, you want to, you want to look at what the value of, of all these things are as you're doing it. Now, there's some things that, cha- that really are worth a thousand dollars an hour. You know, closing on a big job, certainly. Um, setting up a concept on a big job, getting that whole piece going, presenting the design and collecting the check for all the furniture. That's thousand dollar an hour time for sure. Okay. So it wants you to think about where these things come from. What if you're out networking and you meet an architect and you hit it off with them and you have lunch with them a week later and you guys decide to partner on a project? What was that hour worth? A lot. A lot. So I want you to begin to, to 
be able to separate the the production stuff, the, the the things that have to be done to make your business work and produce the product at the other end that you don't have to do as being those low-paying jobs that you don't want to do. And the faster you can get yourself out of it, the faster you can get yourself into a place where where you're just doing your high-value brilliance, um, the better your business is going to do. And, you know, the way we do that is to track your time for a week. Now, I know you don't want to do that, okay? I realize that. But think of it this way. This is not tracking your time to create bills for a client, like back when you were building hourly, because that it is awful. I agree. It's awful, okay? This is just developing some data so that you can see how your time gets used. So you can see how much time it takes out of the day when you stop at the grocery store on the way back to the studio and just pick a few things up so you'll have it for dinner. You know, it's always on my way. It's no big deal. But you can start to see the chunks of time and how they work out. You know, if if you're on a schedule where where you need to quit by two o'clock and pick up the kids, great, no problem. But what you need to know is that you can't, you know, if you're working six hours days, you can't plan eight hours worth of work in it, okay? And then beat yourself up because you can't get it done, right? If you're going to be home with kids every afternoon, that's great. And you could still make 100000 a year if you want to, but you're going to have to hire some help. Okay. What we're after here is, is paying attention to time and what it gives you and how you use it. And once you start paying attention to that and realize where your highly paid blocks are and where your low paid blocks are and where you're, where you're going backwards, like, like picking up the pillows at the workroom and taking the client because, oh, it's on the way. It's closed. No big deal. Well, it is a big deal. It is a big deal. It's still 45 minutes out of your day. That's not only unpaid, it's kind of like negative pay. It's going the wrong direction. Okay. So it does take some, <laughs> I guess, rules to self <laughs> in order to do this, but you really do. You really need to kind of create a, an imaginary boss that says, this is what I can do and this is what I can't do. Because when we just run amok, when we have no plan or no idea of what's going on and how it works, we just waste our time. And then we end up doing paperwork at nine o'clock at night and not being connected to our kids and not being connected to our partners. And, and that's not that's not life. That's not a good life. And, you know, I believe, um, truly believe and have lived it that design can take care of you. You can be financially lucrative. You can be bankable, essentially, buy, buy a condo, buy a ranch, buy, you know, uh, buy real estate in your own name, do it your own way, because you have a viable business. But in order to get there, you've got to pay attention to what you're doing and be more conscious about how you use your time and what the value is and really focus on getting into your brilliance, into those things that pay at least $150 an hour and really treasure and go after the ones that are $500 and $1,000 an hour because that's what's really going to bring your business forward and give you the freedom of money to do what you want to do and share with your family or you know buy what you want to buy. It, you know, it, it's not the be-all and end-all of everything. Quite frankly, it's really, it's just money, right? But it sure makes life easier. Okay. So with that in mind, I will invite you to design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth. Bye. 
I hope you enjoyed today's episode of Interior Design Business Podcast. If you love what you're learning, head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com and book a clarity call. This is the perfect way to chat with one of our coaches about where you are in your business and what your next best step needs to be to make your design business profitable and enjoyable. As always, you can head over to interiordesignbusinessacademy.com to check out the links and resources from this episode. So until next week, design something beautiful and get paid what you're worth.